Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. It is Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. I am here today with my co-host, JC. It is a pleasure to be back, Wendy. Thanks for the welcome. Thank you for being here and always for having my back and keeping us organized. People have no idea how much it takes to run a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's my pleasure. And I think, I think that's the, the life of almost every professional, right? Anybody from, you know, somebody in a grocery store to running a hotel chain, nobody really has any idea how much it runs to, takes to run anything, including an HR department, which is what I want to talk about today in our series. We're going to talk about common complaints about HR departments. Our listeners are going, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, don't worry. We got your back, listeners. Well, there's always something special to be said about thinking forward, right? And trying to overcome discrepancies before they even happen. And when you think forward and try to think about what some of those complaints are, education is a great tool. We've got some great information here for you. You know, according to Payscale, 72% of employees believe HR is a management puppet. And you may ask yourself, What are the most common employee grievances against their bosses in that regard? Well, a few of them. I'll start with three and then toss it back to you, Wendy. It's stated here that uh, everything is important. Everything's an urgent priority, right? Or uh, (laughs) they control everything. Or maybe they're not sincere. What do you think about that? So I, I think the, the survey sometimes is right. Um, the pay scale survey saying that, you know, HR is a management puppet and hold on everybody that's about freaking out right now, throwing things at their computer. Uh, it's, it's what people don't understand is HR is supposed to be in the middle and it's very hard to be in the middle all the time. So you're in the middle, meaning you are pro employee, pro employer. But in the end, the employer pays you. And so you're supposed to have their back all the time. Now, I personally have worked in one organization that was the worst organization for any human being in the world to work in, including HR. And when I got to the point that I said, I can't have your back, I left. And so that's the decision we have to make. And that's how I ended up being an HR consultant. I said, you know what? I don't want anyone ever to experience that culture, including me, you know, ever again. And so, um, you know, the the term puppet is, is, you know, it's a negative term. But in reality, HR is supposed to be in the middle. Uh, If you're not thinking, though, these days, you know, I would say the past 10 years, but definitely the past couple years, if you as HR are not thinking about, you know, being more pro-employee, then you're not educating your management team correctly because if we're not pro employee we won't have employees oh that's an excellent point uh thinking about those common grievances that employees have against their bosses here's three more for you one in every three employees does not trust their boss they believe their managers are unqualified and organizational transparency is lacking 
Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately all too common as well. So let's start at the last one, the organizational transparency. Um, you know, you can't tell employees everything, right? You can't tell them everything because you'll scare them. And, yeah. and, so, and not everybody understands everything because that's not their job to do that. Uh, but transparency is so important. I tell all my clients, be as transparent as possible. If, you know, all of a sudden a few employees are missing, you know, the rumor goes, oh, there's a massive layoff and, you know, address it. Is there a layoff? Was there a layoff? I don't want anybody ever discussing individual employees employment saying, oh, we got rid of that person because of their attitude or they were a poor performer. Here's the deal. If that was really the case, the coworkers know and you don't need to talk about it. But we can't be so transparent that we tell talk about everybody's drama and their performance and behavior. But we need to be transparent of saying, hey, oh, I don't know, there's a worldwide virus going on and we don't know what's going to happen, but we're doing our best to keep you updated every day, every week, every quarter and being transparent about the fact that, uh, you know, we're we're in a war with China, we're in a war with Russia, and we can't get the supplies that we need. Tell your employees that. Let them, you know, be educated and maybe give you some ideas of how to fix that that you didn't think about. So I do agree that transparency is lacking. Um, going back to two of your other points, one about the managers being unqualified and then employees don't trust their boss. Uh, it's usually they don't trust their boss because they're not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> and we usually have managers that are not qualified because we're desperate. We can't find employees and we can't find supervisors. We can't find managers. So we say, hey, John Doe over there, you've been here for three years. You're good at your job here. Now you have the management title, but we're not giving you any training to deal with that. And we're just going to say, good luck, good luck. And that manager is now frustrated. They're upset. They leave. And so it's like this cycle. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Uh, And it immediately brought up the thoughts of uh, the managers that are qualified, but might not have a full grasp on perception and how they could be uh, misperceived rather, or or their words misconstrued by employees. And that really could come back down to uh, training within the organization. Yeah, it really is. And on, um, you know, we're on a podcast that is sponsored by Aurora Training Advantage. And I actually have done training uh, for them specifically on new for new supervisors. Like, hey, you've been promoted. Now what? And one of the first things we talk about is the fact that you are no longer a coworker. You are now a manager. Does that mean you can't be friends with those people? No, that's not the case. But your friendship does have to change at work. You can't share as much information, even though we still want you to be transparent. You know, we need to be transparent after decisions are made, not saying, hey, don't worry, I'm going to be firing that coworker over there, because that means now you're you're picking sides. And even though you think you're being buddy buddy with your your employees, what really happens is your employees are like, oh, I've got information, but I'm not going to trust this person anymore because they're telling me things about other people. What are they saying about me? <laughs> it's fascinating that you mentioned that. The next three on the list here about common employee grievances against the bosses. Managers seem sluggish and easily distracted. Uh, but this next one, I think, ties into what you were saying. They seem to be untrustworthy and it's perceived that they conceal information. And then the third one here, employees feel that their roles are not well-defined. 
Oh, I just had this phone call yesterday with a brand new client. I mean, I don't, I literally just said yesterday, yep, I'll be your HR advisor. And the first thing I asked them was, um, do you have an employee handbook? They're like, nope. I'm like, coming at you in your email here. Now you have a handbook. I'm like, okay, you can't just, you have to read it and edit it and everything and we'll get through it. My second question is, do you have job descriptions? And they, they said no. And I'm like, how do you feel? When you, how do you think an employee feels when you tell them you're not doing your job and they go, well, what am I supposed to be doing? And they're like, oh, well, you've been here for a while. You should know. And they, and the, the women that were on the phone kind of chuckled. They're like, you've made a very good point. I said, okay. <laughs> Our second thing that we're going to be working on is job description. So it's crystal clear to everyone, the employee, the manager, you know, the coworkers as well, um, who's supposed to be doing what. So there's no confusion, no stepping on toes. And then when you're the managers who have now been trained and there's policies and procedures, um, they, when they say, Hey, I need to talk to you about your job performance or your job behavior. Behavior, it's very, very clear who is supposed to do what. JC, the interesting thing with the job roles not being well-defined is even if there is a job description, many times we don't look at them for a couple years, right? Yeah. Um, but it it is uh, so interesting when I'm going into companies and I, I talk to employees and managers and say, what does this person do? What does this person do? What does this person do? I'm like, okay, let's go talk to that employee and ask them. And they're like, no, I don't do that anymore. Uh, Johnny over here does that. Susie over here does that. And they're like, oh, the manager goes, I didn't know that. Ooh. And it's like, ooh, egg on your face. This goes back to the fact that they're, you know, the lack of trust, you know, and it just kind of circles and circles. So transparency is so important. Start with handbooks, start with job descriptions, get your managers involved when you're creating these and then get your employees to sign off at it too. We don't have to do this all alone. You bring and, up a fascinating point. I'm sorry for jumping right in with sure, it, but that's I okay. have to here when, when we're thinking about that organizational transparency lacking and the roles not being well-defined, we might see this sometimes in startups or new companies or small business. And to that, it's okay. It really is. From a leadership perspective, it's okay to not have it well-defined. But make sure that you're coming to the table and letting your candidates and those people know that, you know, this is something that will further be defined. And maybe we are going to be turning to you for your expertise in defining this role. It's a great way to bring transparency to the table and still uh, propel growth within your organization. Absolutely. And I have a lot of tools for everybody who's listening. So you could easily just go to my website and check it out. And if you know me, I practically give everything away for free because I can't help myself. <laughs> but everybody, thanks for listening to episode one of our five-part series on common complaints about HR departments. In the next episode, we're going to cover top complaints about HR from managers. And then to catch the remaining episodes, head over to our partner company, Aurora Training Advantage, and listen to their HR empowerment podcast. You simply visit Aurora, A-U-R-O-R-A, so auroratrainingadvantage.com, select training, click on the podcast option. Aurora subscribers can also learn HRCI and SHRM credits for listening totally cool. So thanks for joining us and we will see you or you will hear us, I should say, soon. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.